And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast that's here to remind you that great nostalgia comes with great responsibility. I'm Uncle Ben. Kate, what are your experiences with memories of and uh, overall knowledge about the 2002 Spider-Man movie? I feel like I don't have a lot of knowledge about it, but I do have some pretty strong memories about it because I had a big old crush on Tobey Maguire and I'm feeling like my new crush is probably going to be Willem Dafoe. You know, like, you know, you've really crossed over to an older demographic when you're like, oh, Toby Maguire is okay, but Willem Dafoe has some really great face angles. I mean, that's why he was cast as the Green Goblin. And then, sense. like, eventually, I'm just going to have a crush on Uncle Ben. Did you, you saw this as a child? I definitely did. I don't think I saw it in, like, a movie theater. Okay. Um, and I don't know where I saw it. Like, it was probably on TBS <laughs> for eight hours a day at one point. That's crazy. You know? Right now, one of the ways you can find it it's is on TBS, it's on the TBS it? app. Yes, <laughs> literally. That's where um, you can stream it. So, I liked this movie at growing up, mostly because I had a crush on Tobey Maguire. But it's because he was really smart. Peter Parker is very smart. Good point. Um, And I liked that, you know? Mm -hmm. Because, like, I don't know. I feel like in 2002, there weren't a ton of movies about smart people where they got to be, like, the main character who was cool, you know? Good point. Because the the smart friend is always, like, the supporting character trope. For once, you could see yourself in the main character instead of the supporting role. Yeah. Because that explains a lot about Spider-Man's appeal. And about my attraction to you. I know that there's a lot of memes about this movie. Oh, yeah. This movie... for some it's reason, memeable, there's a, but, I, I but it's like a late emerging meme scene yeah. for this movie because the movie obviously has been out for it's almost twenty old. years now, and, and then, I also don't understand memes still. Uh, but we're, we'll do a whole. You and I are too that. old for memes. Uh, Everyone listening who's thirty or above, you Stop are also too memes. old for memes. Go outside, take a hike, work on your cardiovascular fitness because you're getting. Are you old. talking to me specifically? All of us. I'm talking to all. This of feels us. very targeted. Listen. Things that I haven't done lately. Hmm. <laughs> Everybody stretch. You know what? Just pause this podcast, go stretch for five minutes, and come back. Well, getting okay. brittle. Spider-Man, and we covered a lot of this on our Spider-Man the Animated Series episode, so here's the very, very short recap. Spider-Man was created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko in 1962. His first appearance was in Marvel Comics' Amazing Fantasy 15, issue number 15. Then he got his own series, The Amazing Spider-Man, and of course, lots of other series and spinoffs, and he's still going strong now in the comic book world. He quickly became, in the 60s, and has remained, arguably now, Marvel's most popular superhero, but he really was from, like, 1962 up till this movie came out, easily. And he's back. Well, he's now, still around. You know, that little British boy plays him. Yeah, Tom yeah. Holland. It's just that there are, at least now with these movies, they've done a good job of highlighting and making some other heroes who weren't as popular in the comics mm. also very popular. Like, Iron Man was never a mainstream popular comic book character until his God. movie. Like, Spider-Man was, like, the one guy from Marvel Comics that was as sort of famous and well-liked as Batman and Superman from DC Comics, I think, throughout most of this history. Starting in the 80s, Marvel was trying to get a movie version of this made, obviously way before Marvel having any movies now they're like the only movies that you can go see but uh they try to get 17 marvel movies out at one time it's crazy this project went through several very long development cycles and like they'd get a writer and a director and an actor and then it would fall through 10 years later who was gonna play him in the 80s this is just one combo that could have happened this would have been in the early 90s james cameron was gonna direct you know maybe terminator and titanic and all that stuff Leonardo dicaprio a young leo would have been peter parker hard to see right hard to see his, his head square like a Lego. Spider-Man is like a like a V-shape. Eventually, Sony gets their hands on the okay. rights to this, right? And they they're going to actually do it. Okay. They get Sam Raimi. What do you know about Sam Raimi? Oh, I know that he made Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, <laughs> and Evil Dead 3. 
Army of Darkness. Yeah, he made the Evil Dead movies. That's how he started his career. And he was also making more movies by this point, by the late 90s. Not to be confused with Harold Ramis, though. Very confusing for me. Sam Raimi and Harold Ramis? Oh, just because of the... Very confusing. Raimi and Ramis? Yeah. Interesting. Really messes me up. So they get Sam Raimi to direct. They have David Cope to write the screenplay. And they get Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker, Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin. Oh, this is the one that they made. Yeah. Okay. Kristen Dunst as Mary Jane. Uh-huh. James Franco as Harry Osborn, the Green Goblin's son. Mm, not so great right now. Danny Elfman does the score because okay. he did Batman. So sure. I guess they were like, who do we get to make a superhero theme? Can you imagine the Spider-Man music in your head? Because I can't. Not like the Spider-Man music. We all know the you know the famous old theme song from the 60s. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spins a web. And oh, that, that, that one. one. <laughs> Not just someone screaming Spider-Man, Spider-Man over and over. This movie premiered on May 3rd, 2002. Wow. What were you doing May 3rd, 2002? Not that day, but I went to go see this in theaters. My Mm -hmm. Aunt Barbara took me. That's nice. And I vaguely remember, not vaguely, I very specifically remember her commenting on how attractive Peter Parker was. In the scene, he wakes up after he gets bit, and now he's like kind of muscular. A little bit. Now, when you found Peter Parker attractive then, you were much younger than I was 12. Right. And he's playing a high schooler, even though yeah. he's in his 20s. Yeah. I did the math on this. My Aunt Barbara would have been, I think, 52 the day she took me to see it. Now, this movie, 2002. Okay. And the X-Men movie. Did you ever mm-hmm. see that in 2000? The first one with Hugh Jackman. and There's like that sad boy with wings. Is that the first one? I, I don't know. So. You know what? It's been a long time for me, too. But he's these like the two son movies, of someone important. <laughs> there's a senator involved, yeah. Yeah. Those two movies, Spider-Man 2002, X-Men 2000, are definitely responsible for kickstarting the modern superhero movie sort of era we live in. I mean, that makes sense, yeah. Again, the most popular genre of movie now. You know, you had Batman in 1989, you had Superman in the late 70s, but these two really start this trend that's never, has not stopped. And part of the reason for that was that though Batman was a huge hit in 1989, it's weirder and weirder sequels. Remember, we watched Batman Forever oh, on the yeah, podcast. That was too much for me. Kind of soured the public on superhero movies for a few years in the 90s. Yeah, wasn't a huge fan. And this brings it back. Tobey Maguire was offered this movie because Sam Raimi liked his performance in The Cider House Rules. Huh. I don't know. I guess I you could see how you get Peter Parker from that. Maybe yeah, kind oh, absolutely. Of Homer Wells. Homer Wells is the Peter Parker of Maine. For 2002, this movie has tons of complicated and expensive special effects. Hmm. And there's weird stuff that I thought this piece of trivia was interesting. You be the judge of whether this is interesting or not. I'm listening. You know how you can film on a green screen or a blue screen? Yes. Right, and remove the background. And usually you would pick one or the other for your movie. Sure. Spider-Man has blue in his costume, so he has to be filmed on a green screen. Okay. His villain in this movie, the Green Goblin, is all green. So he had to be filmed on a blue screen. So like any time they're interacting with a, you know, chroma key environment, they had to be filmed separately. I just thought that was vaguely interesting. So it was just complicated. I wasn't that interested. It was a humongous hit. Like I said, it kickstarted, you know, all superhero movies, but also its own two sequels, Spider-Man 2, which is considered one of the best superhero movies ever made to this day. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah, that's got that uh, Alfred Molina in it. Also, a smoke show. Uh, and then Spider-Man 3, which is not considered one of the best. It kind oh, of, yeah. You know, no. It was the Batman forever to this movie, I guess. Uh, there's supposed to be a Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 4 with John Malkovich as the Vulture. Huh. And Anne Hathaway as the Black Cat, but it fell through. Uh, the contract, this is, again, is this interesting? It is to me. The contract that Marvel signed with Sony in the mm. 80s, ready for this? Mm-hmm. This is a terrible, if I were Marvel, I'd be like, why did I do this? But I think they were desperate. Sony gets to retain the rights to Spider-Man movies in perpetuity as long as they begin production on a new Spider-Man movie at least three years after the release of their last Spider-Man movie. So they will just always 
Because Spider-Man is a humongous intellectual property that's more valuable now than it was even in 2002. Sure. So they're just going to keep making Spider-Man movies every three years, whether they should or not, because they'll keep the rights. It's like an absolutely trash contract. Interesting. So they quickly rebooted the franchise after the last Tobey Maguire one, Spider-Man 3. They made The Amazing Spider-Man. Did you ever see this? With um, Andrew Garfield. And no, I felt like his hair was too tall. Emma Stone. Okay. Uh, they made two of those, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then they made a deal with Marvel Studios to make these new ones with the British boy, as you said. Andrew Garfield's also British, I think. Uh, they made these, nice the new ones as a joint venture uh, starting in 2017 with Spider-Man Homecoming and the new one's coming out, I think, next month in December. Uh, the third one of those. With a lot of rumors that Tobey Maguire might show up. That's unverified, but... The only other thing I want to show you before we watch the movie is the original poster and the original teaser... Because, you know, a big movie like this, they start hyping it up about a year in advance. And this movie came out in 2002, and it takes place in New York. New York is a huge feature of Spider-Man, right? Yeah, yeah. So here's the original poster. Look into Spider-Man's eyes. What do you see? Uh, oh, we got a little Twin Towers action. Yeah, so 9-11 happened between when they started advertising this movie and when the movie came out, right? You so they, they knew something? They did not know something. Oh, my God. You know, 10 years ago, that would be a hilarious joke to me. Now I'm just like, don't even no. try to make up a funny conspiracy theory because it's not good, yeah. somebody's going to, it's going to be like nostalgia anon. It's going to be know. a huge following. QAnon ruined it for all it? of us. SlimeTruth.com. Slime um, so, you know, the Twin Towers are a huge part uh -huh. of it. And then I just want to show you the original teaser real quick. Okay. And I'm assuming they got rid of those. They got rid of those posters. They're a collector's item now because oh, they got rid of them. Sure. Here is the original teaser. My dad downloaded this on like a real media player to show it to me in <laughs> 2001. Give your computer a virus and then you blame <laughs> it on you guys. This feels very misleading. I don't remember this at all. Oh no, he's going to trap them between the Twin Towers. Yeah. There's a lot of like... Shroom, shroom. Thanks for the ride, Uncle Oh, Ben. Oh, wait a minute, Peter. We, uh, we need to talk. Well, we can talk later. Well, we can talk now, if you let me. But what do we have to talk about? Why now? Because we haven't talked at all for so long. Your Aunt May and I don't even know who you are anymore. You shirk your chores. You, you have all those weird experiments in, in, your, in your room. You, you start fights at school. We I don't didn't know. start that fight. I told you that. Yeah, well, you sure as hell finished it. What was I supposed to do, run away? No, no, you're not supposed to run away, but Pete, look, you're changing. I know I went through exactly the same thing at your age. No, not exactly. Peter, these are the years when a man changes into the man he's going to become the rest of his life. Just be careful who you change into. This guy, Flash Thompson, he probably deserved what happened. But just because you can beat him up doesn't give you the right to. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Are you afraid that I'm going to turn into some kind of criminal? Quit worrying about me, okay? Something's different. I'll figure it out. Stop lecturing me, please. I don't mean to lecture and I don't mean to preach. And I know I'm not your father. Then stop pretending to be. I saw all three of these in theaters. And you know what? They came out, you know, over so many years, formative years of my life. I saw the first one with my aunt. I think I saw the second one with my aunt and grandma. And then the third one I went with my friends, you know? Damn. How sad. That is sad. Should have taken your grandma. Oh, see, I, this is pretty iconic music, actually. This is an iconic score. And it's actually. not just uh, what you said all Danny Elfman does. He's not a one-trick pony. It's supposed to sound like a bunch of spiders spidering around. Oh. You know, like... <laughs> not... Boom. Oh, and I do love J.K. Simmons. I forgot about J.K. Simmons. I forgot about... I never forget about J.K. Simmons. <laughs> Look at him. So, I have some questions about... 
the web. I feel as if there are two schools of thought on this, Ooh. right? That there's like artificial, like man-made Ooh, you're web. You're you're flexing right? your trivia here. But that there's also organic web, yeah, depending it's, it's on exactly what they call it. who's who. This movie created the organic idea. Interesting. He has always had a ma- self-made. He's a genius well, kid. He's, yeah, he's a smart And he boy. invented it. But for yeah. some reason, Sam Raimi or maybe the screenwriter felt that it was one too many bridges for the audience to suspend their disbelief, one too many bridges to cross. Is that like a super smart boy made this plasma item? I mean, it's like if he made that, he could just be a billionaire just from the web, I, I feel maybe, like, you know? Maybe this is actually Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Jeff, don't. Hey, uh, if you're playing along uh, at home, yes, Katie references Jeff Bezos, I think, in every episode of this podcast. Oh, I forgot. Like, narrates the beginning. Oh, no. He's like a, uh, he's like an edgelord. A little bit. Was that Joe Manganiello? I think it might have been Joe Manganiello. Joe Manganiello's Flash Thompson? He's so young. Even the bus driver is bullying Peter yeah. Parker. All right, so Tobey Maguire really isn't that cute in retrospect. Well, remember... Does he get cuter? This is like a reversal of the girl takes off her glasses and lets mm. down her ponytail effect. They're going to cute him up. Those glasses are on sale at Warby Parker right now, I think. I think that is Joe Manganiello. Is that how you say Joe Manganiello? Joe Manganiello. Like watching all movies as an adult. I did not pay any attention to this bedraggled teacher who's taking them on a field trip yeah. to Col- Are they at Columbia? Yeah. He's the all-star of this scene right now. You know what? The older I get, the more I identify with Harry Osborne. <laughs> he's, a, he's a sugar daddy. He's got money. I let him drive me Wait, around in his roles. Did you say you identify with him? <laughs> I identify with him. Or are you attracted to him? And I'm attracted to him. Look, he, he's not a bad dad. No. See, look. Daddy Osborne wants Peter Parker as his son. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, Norman Osborne seems like an exacting father, but... You, you, you know. might need to watch a little further All in the right, movie fine. before you uh, commit to how nice Norman Osborne he's is. He's not that nice. He starts to commit some uh, crimes against humanity later, I think. Yeah, but he rich. Uh-oh. Teacher on the edge. <laughs> teacher literally just walked into this bullying situation and goes, the next person who talks will fail this course. I am not kidding. Mary Jane, you can't have your belly out in the lab. That's safety. There's a radioactive spider about. That is lab safety. <laughs> Mary Jane's makeup is totally early 2000s, right? Oh my right? god. The lavender eyeshadow is <laughs> perfection. Oh, Jesus, Pete, move on. It's never going to work. I wish Mary Jane got bit by the spider and then she would bite Peter Parker's head off. (laughs) If I felt this large spider crawling upon me, I would absolutely flip out. You're going to die, Pete. That looks necrotic. Oh no, his DNA. Oh, he got super jumping speed. (laughs) Spider sense. New species. (laughs) What? Government denies knowledge. Oh no, Oscorp. If you're going to tell me Jeff Bezos isn't working on a glider you can oh, fly around absolutely. on. Oh, no. The military-industrial complex. Uncle Ben's still working right now. Or... He's brittle and ancient. He's like 900 years old. See, Aunt May's real cute. I'm not denying it. Uncle Ben's hair is a little bit brittle. He's, but come on. He's 68. He's 68. He's working. Yeah, that doesn't look good on his hand. That's a large boil. He should get that investigated at the urgent care and put his family into debt. All these little spiders are crawling around in his DNA. <laughs> this is bizarre. This is a really weird... Uh, it's like bit. an animated yeah. sequence of his DNA changing. Also, this crazy-looking Oscorp building. It's monolithic. What was that, Dimatap? Ready for this shirtless Harry Osborn scene? I mean, I'm not mad about it. Is it just because he's so skinny? He's skinny, but he, you know, he's got pretty... 
Yeah, he's pretty powerful looking. Yeah, his muscles aren't huge, you know? It's like a, this a normal... Is, he looks like a men's health magazine from the 50s. <laughs> yeah, you know? like he's totally in shape. Yeah, he's got like that barrel chest thing going yeah. on. What he looks? What has this podcast become? <laughs> it's just, it's for Katie and Tyler. Uh, critique older, older men's, men's bodies. bodies. <laughs> <sighs> Why is it aerosolized? That's my question. I guess so they could do this effect. Oh no, he's getting buff. We got a little peeping Tom action. Yeah, this here, isn't Peter. good. It's not good. Peter, no. I hope Mary Jane gets out of this town and maybe goes to community college, becomes like, I don't know, a diagnostic medical sonographer, shows them all what she's made of. I don't think this is the first time that Harry has found Norman Osborne passed out in his office on the floor. I don't know if there's a mom in the picture i don't think so i think he's just a billionaire single dad trying to do the best he can Ooh, a wallet chain all right so now he can slow down time with his spider sense mary jane debuting some curtain bangs that will be back in in 2021 for some reason his web gland is really gross looking yeah it's just like a weird hole in his wrist i would send a kid to the school nurse about that <laughs> Ugh. Ugh, why is his thumb so hairy hairy thumb so he can stick to walls Ugh. Listen, the little thumb hairs just came out. That was disgusting. <laughs> Absolutely not. I refuse to look at that. Hey, quick climbing laws. <laughs> you think there'd be like a landlord hey. who sticks their yeah, head out like, here. Hey, little boy, quick climb on my wall. <laughs> Get out of here. All right, so now he just parkours for like a good 15 minutes, right? I wish that Kirsten Dunst had just a little bit more dimension, right? Maybe two-dimensional instead of one-dimensional. She's like, still wake enough to graduate. I have a question for you. Do you think that I would be a good amateur wrestler? It may go into the room. It could be drugs. If you're concerned, if you're like, my, my <laughs> nephew is acting so strangely, go in the room. Just look under his bed. Make sure everything's okay. That is her right as his guardian. Willem Dafoe, why are you so sweaty? Poor Uncle Ben. He didn't deserve this. He was a hard-working electrician for 35 years, and then he got laid off at the plant, you know? great power does Uncle Ben think that Tobey Maguire has right now? Octavia Spencer! Oh, it's Octavia Spencer. It's Oscar winner Octavia Spencer! Wow! As the person signing up Spider-Man for his uh, wrestling match. Here she is. Poor Uncle Ben. Should have just let him take the bus. See, I actually think if Peter wasn't being so weird, Uncle Ben would still be alive. Regardless of the uh, letting the thief go. That's true. So can his spider sense dodge bullets? Is that what we're supposed to be believing right yeah. now? You watched how quick he dodged Flash Thompson, right? Yeah, but Flash Thompson's not a bullet. They had to do a flashback for all the moms in the audience. Wow, that's really sexist. They had to do the flashback for all the boomers in the audience. Wow, that's really ageist. They had to do a flashback for all the dummies in the audience. <laughs> Did he kill him? Yeah, Peter Parker has now killed a man. I'd like a word with Peter Parker's school counselor immediately. They're not doing enough, I'm just saying. I mean, honestly, J.K. Simmons, who's going to smear... Not J.K. Simmons, the character, J. Jonah Jameson. See how I could get confused? Who's going to smear Spider-Man as, like, evil, right? The first time the police see Spider-Man, he's just literally executed a criminal with no trial. The police should love that, though. <laughs> Poor Aunt May. She didn't deserve this. Yeah. She took in this little raggedy orphan with a weird hair part. And now, her husband's dead. Aunt May's like, could I fix you something? She's 900 years old, Peter. Let her make you a sandwich. It's her only way she knows how to show love. Wow, if those are real Tobey Maguire tears. He's, he's crying like Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> That's the fakest cry I've ever seen. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Peter. It's not all about you. Peter's over here like, oh, I miss my uncle a lot. And then Aunt May has to comfort him. Classic man energy. You know what? I'm just holding out for Alfred Molina in Spider-Man 2. That's all I want. Oh, what? You want to do a Spider-Man 2 episode? Yeah, I want a man who can carry my purse and hold my hand. And also feed me a burrito. Wow, save these he jokes. These arms. are good. Hey, look, we got to do a bunch of Christmas episodes, but uh, in January 2022, 
Spider-Man 2. Oh my god, he's, he's got hair. It's J.K. Simmons with hair. Yeah. I don't like it. Also, he's literally living in this like crazy industrial penthouse that's being paid for by Norman Osborn. This is a gravy train with biscuit wheels. <laughs> don't even think about let, messing this up, Peter. Let him date your, your crush, Peter. You'll get over her. Can he just like shoot a web to work? Oh my god, the World Unity Festival. Is it sponsored by Oscorp? I forgot Macy Gray is in this movie. This is the greatest yes. early 2000s thing to ever happen. <laughs> oh my god, Macy Gray's gonna get bombed by the Green Goblin. That's not good. Norman is willing to kill the board, but also his own son. Yes. Oh, Stan Lee. Did you see Stan Lee? Yeah, I see him there. That was quick. Grabbing a child. I want to make sure everyone's clear. He's grabbing a child from harm's way. It's a balloon! No, oh, she died. Where's your webs at? She's the most 2000 shoes on right now, too. <laughs> They're like a kitten heel with no back. Hey, thank God he did stalk her outside of our mission. Yeah. Because look, she's immediately about to get assaulted by two men. Yeah, if he doesn't stalk her, someone else will. That's the message of this movie. Oh, he didn't even have time to get his face on. What is that? A hood? Mask? Mask. That's a mask. What we've been wearing for the last two and a half years. Yeah, call the police, Mary Jane. I think I have. Someone is actually stalking you. And it's Peter Parker. Also, she can't recognize his undisguised voice. She talked to Peter Parker four minutes ago. Just say thank you. Poor Harry. She's out here making out with Spider-Man. Is this how she says thank you to everyone? People who hold doors for her? Hey, this is the winner of the MTV Awards Best Kiss 2002. That's 2003, actually. Here's who they beat out. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner in Daredevil. Nick Cannon and Zoe Saldana in Drumline, Adam Sandler and Emily Watson in Punch Drunk Love, and Leonardo DiCaprio and Cameron Diaz in Gangs of New York. The year before, it was Jason Biggs and Sean William Scott for American Pie 2. This is the worst Thanksgiving ever. Emily didn't deserve none of this. No. He blasted through her wall. <laughs> Just scared her and then flew away. Yeah, like a beam fell on her. She's going to lean down to Aunt May and whisper in her ear, Aunt May, your turkey was dry. God, don't you hate it when you have a crush on a girl and you think she's about to reveal to you that she also has a crush on you, but really she's in love with your superhero alter ego, but you can't tell her it's you because look what just happened to your aunt. She's like, thank God I wore my cute PJs. Yeah, at least I wore my cute PJs for this abduction. <laughs> yeah, if someone abducted me in the night, you don't want to You don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to see. I guess I should live my life like I am going to get abducted and should always dress in little cute PJs. Ooh, look at this great ethical question here. Ethical dilemma. Yes, you just made the trolley problem, except it's a cable car. Gonna kill a cable car full of children and teachers on a field trip? Or kill Mary Jane? And you know, if they let him have it all, what a Mm cop-out of a film, right? Nope. Is he going to make a choice? Nope. Just paralyze. (laughs) Peter's like, the only ethical decision is to let them all die. He might be right. Oh, the city of New York is fighting back. Yeah, this is a big part of these all these Spider-Man movies they made. All right, so we know that Harry's got daddy issues, but Norman's got son issues. So a lot of like <laughs> sounding sounds. He's trying to flex his daddy muscles. He was impaled in the groin. It's pretty gnarly when he got impaled on his own glider. Also, is Harry just packing heat now? He, I think he picked that gun up off a side table, which shows you that at this house they are not storing their guns safely. Harry didn't even like his dad. They forgot to put Union Electrician on his gravestone. Number one, don't make your move at a funeral. This is written by a man. 100%. Peter, I'm a 10. You're a 3. What do you mean you can't? Is that hand fake or real? (laughs) (laughs) Kirsten Dunst's uh, gloved hand on his face. I think our search for the cutest uh, guy in all of Spider-Man is going to have to wait till Spider-Man 2. When Alfred Molina Molina makes his appearance. We'll enter the chat. 
Daddy Osborne. Daddy Osborne is out of the picture now because he Daddy Warbucks. he killed himself. I mean, listen. So we'll need another older was he looking man, okay? father yeah. figure for Peter Parker for you to crush on. This is why only fools are heroes. Because you never know when some lunatic will come along with a sadistic choice. Let die the woman you love. Or suffer the little children. Your choice, Spider-Man, and see how a hero is rewarded. Don't do it, Goblin! We are who we choose to be. Now choose! Here are my thoughts. The music was good. I know that in the beginning we said the music wasn't super memorable, but it actually is a pretty good score. I liked making fun of it. Mm -hmm. I liked looking back at where my 2002 head was at in terms of what I thought was attractive. Tony McGuire's a cutie pie. No? Pouchy eyes. Wow. Harsh. What, what were your thoughts? Do you think it was a good movie or no? Um, I thought it was fun. I don't think it was like objectively a good wow. movie. Wow. Bold statement. What do you think? You can direct all emails to uh, nostalgiaatawell.com. Yes. Yeah, so you, you want to argue with Katie. I thrive on hate. My shadow self reads those emails. <laughs> and then yeah. laughs to herself. Yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I mean, I thought it was You're fun. right though. They're, on some level, it's like... It's fun to see a Spider-Man movie, but I feel like there were times in this movie where it just felt like, okay, this is happening. Oh, now Spider-Man's swinging around, and yeah. there was this sort of disjointedness to it. Where it, again, it's totally fun to watch him do stuff, but like I kind of wanted to know where his costume came yeah. from. I kind of wanted to know more about the Green Goblin's costume. There were just these weird. They over-explain some things and then like don't explain it all. I also things, totally forgot that fun. we spend maybe half of the movie in high school. I forgot he doesn't deliver pizza in this movie. That's yeah. not till two. There's you know so what was much really more the come? best part of what? this entire film for me? <laughs> what? Macy Gray's appearance at World Unity Day. Those of you who are like us and haven't seen this since pretty much back when it came out, you may find yourself confused at what elements are from which movies. Yeah. Uh, especially one and two. There's a lot of stuff I was expecting to see. But anyway, I, I enjoyed it. It was yeah, fun it was to fun. watch. Fun to see Spider-Man. Very campy. Yep, super camp. You know, the way that evil, the Evil Dead series is, so that makes sense. Uh, I don't know, I, I kind of like when the city of New York fought back. That's a nice That was nice, scene. that was a nice touch. All right, I think, we, I think we've said it all. I um, think we have. If, you'll, you know, if you're nostalgic for this and somehow haven't rewatched it, go check it out. You can email us, nostalgiaatawell.com. You can leave us a voice message. We've got Christmas episodes coming up next week, I suppose. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Not everyone is meant to make a difference, but for me, the choice to live an ordinary life is no longer an option. Amazing.